Hi everybody, I, I am Heather Binning. I am uh, one of the founding members of the Women's Rights Network here behind me, got the right finger. Um, we're going to be doing a series of uh, podcast videos to put out for your information and they are going to be a, a series of conversations that I shall be having with um, the lovely Jess, one of our members, Jess, that many of you may know already. So hi Jess, hi everyone. I'm going to um, tell you about what I've been doing in the in the last week. It's been non-stop just before the last week, so a week and a bit. I was at the Festival of Ideas in Westminster. Many of the members were at that festival and it was absolutely, we had to stand there. So a presence there amongst um, all the other, the great and the good. It's a two-day festival, so it was uh, fairly intense, but the the panel discussions, I think, went really well. There's a lot on uh, there's a lot of video clips um, on YouTube, and I think if you want to have a look more, have a look at the Battle of Ideas website. Um, you'll see some of the conversations that took place. But it was really inspirational, I think. What conversations then, did take place with the Battle of Ideas? Like any notable gender critical comments? What did people's attitudes seem to be like? Well, that's interesting because it, when it wasn't specifically about um, this ideology or any gender critical movements, although of course there were big parts of it. I think most of it was about free speech, and the battle of ideas is 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 the battle to explore ideas, regardless of whether you might offend somebody. But if we can't have the conversations to explore um, innovative, radical ideas, we don't get to move forward as a society. Well, it's, so, it's barely it's barely radical saying that a woman is not a human female. Well. <laughs> You could say that's the most fundamental um, radical issue that we have we have to deal with. But there were lots of um, issues. You know, there was there was talk about Ukraine. There was lots of um, different political um, discussions going on. There was a civil service conversation, although interestingly, that conversation did keep returning to uh, this ideology and how difficult it is for civil servants in the, in the current climate to be able to be doing a good job. So it was kind of stop bashing servants. There's lots of us here that are trying to do it regardless of um, what else is going on. So it was great. We, we um, did have there's some videos out there. There's a video of a, of a young girl. Um, I they observed female at birth but called herself Michael. There were people there from um, all representations, which was really good to see. We could have those discussions, and she obviously felt comfortable enough to get up and make a, a few points, although she was a little bit upset about some of the things the panel had been saying. But that's the first time I think there's been uh, a, a large meeting or a group of people meeting where the, there's, there's been um, representation from across the viewpoints. Uh, at that, and that so that was really good to see, and I hope that there's more of that. I certainly look forward to it next year because I think it will build. Uh, it it can only build and move forward from that. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's towards the average person, they have this very negative view um, because of what the media has depicted, of what our institutions, our education system, and things like TikTok have depicted as well of gender-critical mm -hmm. views being bigoted and hateful. And that's so far from the truth. So I think discussing these ideas in the marketplace of ideas is so essential. I, I think that's why things like the battle of ideas is so important. 
is absolutely you're absolutely right spot on it was it, it was great there was also a good representation across the age spectrum you know it's nice to be talking to you we're we're at either ends of this age spectrum because so often people with the views that we have are caricatured you know domestic zombies um and you know gray-haired old ladies do you know when i was younger we used to talk about blue-haired old ladies meaning meaning old ladies because when your hair's when your hair's goes white you use a blue shampoo to apparently make it look and so it ends up being a bit bit blue so we used to talk about blue hair ladies but now that phrase has got entirely a different set of connotations attached to it so then uh my week went on working through the week but on friday went to um the lgb alliance conference in um uh queen elizabeth center in london and that was fabulous, uh, and I understand from everybody that I wasn't there last year, but I understand from those that were there last year that uh, attendance was up threefold on uh, at least threefold on last year's event. So that's great. It was really great to see um, so many people and hear so many people. It was a day packed with um, discussion. So again, the same format. They would have speakers that would talk, and then some audience interaction it was really interesting and valuable two really good things came out of from my perspective one is that um shay uh who and i remember i can't remember the name of the i don't have the details with me um who she did it with but she did an hours oh they did an hours um presentation on social media and tiktok and how these ideas have been uh taken over the last you know 10-15 years and how they've developed on TikTok and how young people have got caught up in it. It was really fascinating. I'm hoping there'll be a chance somewhere for that to go online for people to see because I think it was it was so interesting, particularly for my generation that don't necessarily understand um the the growth of Tumblr and TikTok, how they've come about and how they are used. Um, by the new generations because it's maybe just a step too far yeah. for those of those who have finally got <laughs> their way around Twitter. I think um, with TikTok and social media, it's kind of crazy to me because in 2016 where people like Ben Shapiro um, came about and there were all these compilations, very popular viral compilations of Ben Shapiro destroying um, college liberal and college campus for saying that there's more than two genders or that they can't define what a woman is. Whereas nowadays, like that's pretty much like the average thing. If you go up to the street, because like, I've done this on multiple occasions, yeah. and people think like I, I edit it out, I really don't. Um, yeah. The first one I did, I tried to get a range of like views from different backgrounds. Like you know, I asked older people, I asked younger people. And even the older people couldn't define what a woman was. And I don't know if that's because of social media. I don't know. But I think social media and lockdown has played such a big part in it. Because with TikTok, for example, it's not even like there's accounts dedicated towards trans ideas. It's just mm-hmm. that there's prominent accounts of like influencers who just casually mention these ideas. You know, they casually have their pronouns in their bio. And that's what leads people to normalise and accept these ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes, you, you're spot on. And that's, you know, some of that was explored in this presentation at the LGB Alliance. Um, 
you were you were talking to me talking about TikTok or media, social media influences because I don't know if this is on TikTok or not. But the um, the chap that does um, um, the sort of sixty two days of womanhood or something. What, what what was that? Tell me tell me about that. Touch on that. Yeah. So the I I don't know how politically correct we have to be for YouTube. But this person who identifies as a woman called Dylan, they're a performer. And I think over lockdown, maybe they came on TikTok and they introduced this new series, Days of Being a Girl. Notice how it's girl, not woman as well. And it's really really interesting because they just use stereotypes of femininity. Like this person goes on a walk... um, in heels and like a short skirt it's like no woman does that you know they're dancing around <laughs> they they get like they scream when there's a bee or something like yeah it, you'd think it would be someone doing a parody like a misogynistic parody of what a woman is but yes. this person is taken very seriously by not only um private companies like beauty brands this interview with um it, it was a beauty cosmetic thing in i think it's more prominent in america with this other I believe they're non-binary person, and this person had long hair, makeup, but they also had this massive beard, and they were discussing girlhood. These two biological men discussing what it means to be a woman, and it's just like, what what message does this send to the girls who are going through like girlhood, actual girlhood, you know? And yeah. they and they see these biological men as their inspirations. Oh. Oh, you know, it's so hurtful. It's so insulting, isn't it? I've, I've I've seen a couple of little clips of the person I think you're talking about, and you know, it's just you're right. It's it's screaming. It's all about um, being being dumb as well. So it's the thing that I've seen. You know, day sixty two, and I've forgotten what I'm, you know, what what, what I'm doing or something. And it's just it's so insulting. Uh, and I and I, you know, maybe there maybe it's a a, a comedy maybe it's supposed to be comedy um but you well, know I, I, don't, dis- I don't i don't think it is comedy because this person was um they went to the white house to meet and interview joe biden no <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like obviously i don't think joe biden is aware like he's not aware of many things i don't think he's aware of this tiktok influencer so obviously like some um some woke social media staff must have thought it was a good idea to talk about trans rights to the president mm-hmm. of the united states this person who has this awful caricature of what a woman is gets celebrated for that and meets the president of the united states isn't it terrible and you know you said there with trans rights he, he is not this person is not representing trans Right, he's representing one aspect of it, which is, in my view, from seeing it, it's AG, AG, the AGP aspect of it, um, because what, it covers what's that? Sorry. What, uh, the autogynophile. Though, so the people that get a, uh, it's a fetish. The people that get a kick out of being perceived to be a woman, they love themselves. I'm not. Basically. I'm not really sure why this person does it, because the. I don't know whether that's their normal personality that's just bubbly and because that that's a possibility in itself. And mm-hmm. I don't know whether like I do have sympathy with this person. You have to have sympathy with these people who 
hate themselves so much like that they think they have to go through all these medical procedures you have to have sympathy yeah. with them of course that sympathy ends when you hurt other people yeah but jess i don't think this um person we're talking about has any intentions of going through medical surgery i mean so they've... i think there's a different there's a difference there so the motivations for this person to be behaving the way he is is very um the way they are <laughs> it's very different um I think that's. I mean, this is part of the struggle. It's all. That's why people find it easier to say, "Oh, it's confusing. Yeah. It's all too confusing and complex." You know, a they're worried about using the wrong words and getting it wrong. You know, b they're frightened of saying what they really think, and so to take the route, to take the door that says confused, is is the easy way out, and that's that's the way too many people are. are what are, what annoys me you know, about it? is the fact that it's majority women supporting this person. Like, mm-hmm. if you look at the comments, it's all women and, and teenage girls as well. Like, they're the ones who are following this person, giving this person a platform, despite the implications of it. And uh, it just baffles me. It baffles me. I, 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 I Yeah, it absolutely baffles, it baffles me too. Uh, well, moving on... <laughs> Moving on, the other thing that came out of the LGB Alliance conference was I met up with um, with a gentleman that I've uh, worked with in a previous um, life, um, Simon Fanshaw. And many people watching will know him. He's a journalist and broadcaster. He works in diversity. He was a founder of Stonewall. Um, he left Stonewall in 2019. So I took the opportunity to grab him and say, would he come and do one of our Women's Rights Network weekly Zooms with us. And lo and behold, we got it there and then secured for 6.30 this Thursday, the 27th. So anybody watching this who doesn't already know about it, look out for the for the Zoom link that will be available. That's for members only. And it's going to be it's really good. He's entertaining. He's, um, he's very knowledgeable. And you'll be able to ask some uh, questions of... You know his experience and knowledge. He's interesting. This is only the third man we've we've had on the weekly zooms, so um, that's an honoured position. I think he's in there. So, <laughs> do you know Sancho? So he's my generation, really, not your generation. I don't know if he cuts through to. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really aware. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's it's useful. Plug in and and give it a listen. Absolutely. Uh, then. Then we went on to Philia over the weekend. So the Philia conference in Cardiff, it was a, a, a three-day conference, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. That was just um, magnificent. Hundreds, thousands of women there in Cardiff. Cardiff did a great job. The Women's Rights Network in Cardiff, our own Cathy, did a fabulous job and led uh, um, with Merkin Cymru. Apologies for bad pronunciation. Um, they did a rally uh, against um, no for violence, stopping violence against women and girls on the Saturday. It was pouring with rain. So big hats off to everybody that was out there. I'm afraid my feet got very wet and I didn't last. <laughs> I didn't last the whole rally. I have to say I didn't have a hat. I didn't have an umbrella. So I was pretty I was pretty ill prepared for the for the rain, um, which which made quite a big, quite a strong appearance in Wales over the weekend. Um, but that was really good. And there was some, um, again, it, was, it wasn't it was just um, about this aspect of women's rights. It was women's rights across the board and across the world. 
and there were some really inspirational speakers. There was some, uh, you know, fabulous discussion about some of the issues that women are facing across the world. So again, look on the Philia website, I'm sure, and there will be some links to some of the discussions that took place. But the really good of impact to me was Nazadine Zagaya Radcliffe, um, who um, talked about her time in um, um, prison in Iran, and also since she'd left, and talked about hunger strikes that actually Philia had organised, um, and uh, and also the, the there was a sports session um, with um, fabulous people. I would start naming people because I forget people. I forget who was there. They were really good. One of the um, really interesting ones was the the sports the sports mum, if and people might remember, the mother of one of the American swimmers who was in a team with Leah Thomas, and uh, they had been they tried to gag um, the girls and their parents from speaking out, but um, this woman has spoken out and is still speaking out about it, and so that 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 was that was really interesting to kind of hear. First hand from somebody who's had the experience of um, what it's been like um, helping her daughter through the, the such disappointment, really. It's very promising, honestly, to see all these groups, whether it be with the LGB Alliance or the Battle of Ideas or just generally the Women's Rights Network with local chapters. It's like when we went to Northern Ireland. I was so yeah. impressed by the women there because oh, they, they seemed yeah. so passionate and it, it's very, it's very wholesome. It's very nice to see that the community is there. Oh, of, it's, of, it's encouraging, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it, really? it really is. And so, mm. whether you, it's a big event like the Battle of Ideas mm. or your local chapter, I think this mm-hmm. is this is where real change is happening because you can't just complain on Twitter. And it, it's so That's powerful it. that these women want to want to be activists despite probably yes. a lot of things going on in their normal lives they still want to be activists and make a change because they see this as an issue yes yeah you know you're absolutely right and what what was lovely at philia we had a room for an hour um where we met um we invited all the women's rights network members who attended philia to come and join us and i don't know how many we had um somebody else will probably know but it felt like we had about 100 people um so i mean that was great and it was so lovely to talk and to meet and they were from all different parts of the country it was it was really it was it was it was so good and fabulous and i have said and i'll say again jess it's, it's lovely you know we went to we went to um northern ireland and we did that thing it's lovely i've been down to taunton i've been up to scotland of course um, and I have said to people, Surrey is just down the road from me. And I say, why don't you invite me along to come and join you? I'd love to be able to get about and see more, um, meet more people and uh, see see what we can come, what we can get to. On, on that note, I'm going to show you this, which one of our members made for me. And she gave it to me at the weekend. And it's just, it's just the best. <laughs> this is, she makes, she makes foxes and dresses. And, oh, that's the, the glasses are just fabulous, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, I really like this, the glasses. This was the outfit that I wore for the um, birthday bash that we had in London. Uh, <laughs> and there's a little bag. I don't know what I've done with the bag, but this is just, isn't that just lovely? Yeah, that's so nice. You know, it's you know it's me. I'm not that's it's not suggesting everybody goes out and makes me think. Please don't. <laughs> but that was just uh, that was just lovely. The glasses were just. I don't know how she did that. I know that's They're really just, impressive. <laughs> I know. 
So uh, that that was just absolutely uh, absolutely great. It was great to meet everybody. Great to see everybody. It's so nice to chat with you, Jess. On that note, I think this is a good place to end it on for this week. Are we doing it every two weeks? I think we agreed. Yeah, yeah. I we'll, we'll see. I, I we'll see how it goes. Okay. Talk about it, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Great. Well. Thank you so much for this conversation, Heather. I found this really interesting. Oh, thank you, Jess. It's always nice to have a chat with you. So I've enjoyed it. All right. Well, thank you for watching, everybody. I hope you've enjoyed listening in on our little chat. Check out the work we do on www.womensrights.network. Subscribe to our newsletter, which is when you'll get some weekly information. Um, Follow us on Twitter, Twitter. 